Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy. And we're making that even easier with a free course. Before I even tell you how your baby and your toddler can share a room, it's not even possible unless the baby is sleeping all night long, okay? So I want you to go check out our free course on how to solve your baby's night wakings. I'm going to go through four steps and I'm gonna give you all the details and all the explanations so you can actually begin making change tonight. Head on over to littlezsleep.com slash four steps. That's the number four, the number four steps, or just scroll down into the show notes and click get my free baby course and you'll be all signed up and you can start watching the videos and start doing things tonight. Okay, Now that we have that, we can start talking about how your baby and your toddler can share a room, which they can. I did it for quite a while. Ellie and Hattie shared a room from when Hattie was a baby all the way up until she was four years old. So they they can do it. Your kids can do it. We're all going to be good here, okay? But I want to share with you how to do this and how to not do this. So first of all, my biggest thing You may be listening to this podcast right now and it may be hours before the bedtime and you're like, this is a great idea. I want to do it now. Hold on. Hold your horses. I was there. I did that one time and it didn't work well. Like literally one night, about an hour before the girls were going to go down for bed, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's get the girls in the same room. I'm over this having separate spaces. Let's get them together because Hattie at the time was sleeping in a closet next to our room, a large ventilated closet. Okay. But I was over it. I wanted her in her own uh, room or I wanted her in the room with Ellie. So um, that did not go over well when I decided one hour before bedtime to go ahead and make this change because I didn't communicate with anybody. I had a plan in my head. I didn't tell Chad, didn't tell Ellie, just shoved the girls together. And it was pure hell. I don't suggest it. There was lots of screaming, lots of crying. It wasn't fun. So that's how you not do it. You don't just rush into it with no plan and not communicating. We are going to develop steps for you to start implementing so that if you want to put your baby and your toddler together, they can do that. All right. So step one is to make sure that baby and toddler can both sleep independently all night long without any assistance because we don't need to be going in and out of the room, turning lights on, lights off, making noises, and disturbing the other child's sleep. I mean, imagine if someone was coming in and out of your room, even if they weren't turning lights on, even if they just opened the door, ruffled a couple things, and then left the room multiple times throughout the night. You're waking up, and that is broken sleep. I don't have to convince you that broken sleep is terrible. It feels awful. I hate waking up in the morning and being like, I woke up like a bunch last night. It's not restorative sleep. So I want you to make sure that everybody, whoever is going to be room sharing, they're sleeping all night long. Then we can get the kids together. This means we need to step back for a second. If you find that you need to implement toddler or baby sleep training courses that we offer, I would suggest you start with the youngest child first and then move to the older child. So let's sleep train first and then we can put the kids together. Totally fine. In fact, even inside my sleep training programs, it's okay that once you start seeing success, you can move the kids together mid-plan. That's okay. Isn't that cool? Okay. So we know the kids are sleeping all night. We got that check. Step two is to communicate with all parties involved what's going to happen. Now, you don't need to prep your toddler or your preschooler like weeks in advance, literally one to two days before you're going to put the baby into their room or vice versa, wherever they're going to just talk to your older child first. 
Um, they don't have a concept of time. So you don't need to go to your three-year-old and say, hey, next week we're going to put the baby in your room. You don't need to do that. Um, all you need to do is let them know one to two days in advance how wonderful it's going to be. Your sister's moving into your room. Isn't that great? It's going to be so much fun. Step two is to get the older child involved in the changes, whether that's having them hold the Allen wrenches and the screwdrivers and all this stuff as you put the crib together, or you have them move stuffed animals around the room, um, or even go to the store and have them pick out sheets for the baby's crib, like whatever it is, get them involved so that they have ownership. Toddlers love having jobs. They love being a part of things. So give them the opportunity to be involved in a change that They didn't have a say over, but they now can be a part of the process. That really goes a long way for them. Um, I can even remember Hattie, who is my younger one, she helped Chad, my husband, put together their beds when we got them their big girl beds. And she still remembers that. She'd be like, remember when I helped daddy put the bed together? I'm telling you, your toddler, even though they may just seem like they're not really into it, if they're two to three years old or older, they're going to remember. They really will. So just know that if you feel like it's a fruitless endeavor, just know that even if they're just holding an Allen wrench sitting next to you while you're doing it, they're helping. They are. And they will remember this. Now, we want to make sure that we go into bedtime routine the very first night organized and flawless. So we did a podcast series a while back talking to parents who do bedtime routine solo. And I love one of the biggest takeaways from them was that they prepare everything in the room before it's even time. So I would suggest that we do this for a season. I want you to go to your child's now double room, their sharing room, and I want you to lay out the pajamas, lay out the diaper, lay out the book that they're going to read, whatever we can do to make the process as seamless and easy so you're not scrambling. Because let me just tell you, You need to set the bar low, okay? The first night or two, it's gonna be off. It's gonna be different. They may take 30 to 60 minutes to fall asleep because it's different. There's someone else in the room now. But if you can have everything laid out and ready to go, you are going to feel more confident. Now, you go through the bedtime routine. I would prefer, even if your toddler and your baby have different bedtimes, just do their bedtime routine together, Um, That's another thing that can be helpful. But if you don't want to do it that way, this is not hinging on your success. But sometimes parents just need to hear that, hey, did you know you can do their bedtime routine together and it's perfectly okay? I'm, I'm a stickler for babies that their bedtime routine needs to be start to finish 30 minutes and then into the bed ready to go to sleep because they have a feed. So they need to go to to bed with a, a with a full feed. Toddlers, they're not going to bed with a full belly of milk or feed. So it's okay for them to be a little bit disconnected if that's what works best for your family. So if you need to do bedtime routine together and then baby goes down and then you have to sneak your toddler in later, that's okay. Let's go through two options. Option A is that they go to sleep together. Option B is that one of them goes to sleep and then you gotta sneak the other one in. Okay, option A the kids go to sleep together. When this happens, you're gonna say good night, same as usual, all your same songs, key phrases that you say, good night, love you, close the door. Likely, they will be quiet for a moment and then the baby may make a noise and your toddler will start talking. Whether they are talking angrily or talking happily and trying to talk to the baby, give them some space. Don't rush back in there and be like, shh, go to sleep, go to sleep. It's new, it's exciting. Let them enjoy that time. Let them just have fun as they figure things out. 
Now you may need to go in and that's okay. There's really no consequences here on this first night. So I want you to go in and just let them know that, hey, when you are nice and quiet, I will be back to give you a kiss. You're doing a great job. Okay, night-night. And then leave. You don't need to be taking anything away. This is new and different and just they'll figure it out. I promise you. Now, what if you have to sneak one kid in, okay? If maybe the the toddler has to go to bed first and then baby goes to bed later, depending on what naps and schedules are like, that's a little bit easier um, versus the other way because, you know, likely the baby will, if they know how to sleep well, they may just, you know, make a noise for a moment and then go to sleep. Um, I'll talk about sound machines and all my tips and tricks next, but let's say that um, the baby goes to bed first and then you have to sneak your toddler in. This, this point right here, I want you to back up to the daytime and I want you to do a little role play with your toddler. Okay, so before they even get to the night where they have to kind of do this, practice with them and talk about like how you can be sneaky, quiet mice. Okay, we are going to practice tiptoeing around and tiptoeing around your room to make no noises at all. And so you can say, show me how you tiptoe into your room and get into your bed all quiet. Oh, good job. That's so great. Creepy Becca voice coming out in your headphones right now. Um, but I want you to make sure that you give them that space to practice and uh, make sure that they can at least get accustomed to what this may feel like when they sneak into their room. I love to sandwich something. I love to say, okay, show me how to be sneaky. Oh, good job. Okay, what should we not do? Can you like stomp around the room, be really loud? Oh, that's so silly. We wouldn't do that if your sister was sleeping. Okay, now show me one more time What's the right way to sneak into the room and quietly get into your bed? I'm pulling out my teacher tricks, okay? So that's perfectly okay. And just remember, it's gonna take some getting used to. The baby might wake up when the toddler sneaks in, but eventually after a few nights, everybody's gonna get the hang of it. Honestly, you just gotta jump in. I'm preparing you for like the what ifs, but um, you just gotta jump in. You just gotta do it. Okay, what are my like product tips? I would suggest that if you can, depending on the room size, you may need two white noise machines, but you're going to need to test the sound levels with a decibel reader. So if you have a sound machine, um, turn it on and then download several decibel readers because they're all different and they're all free. So they may be just slightly different and turn the sound machine on and then take your phone, open the app and go register the volume from where the child's beds are. So go over to the crib and measure the volume. Then go over to your toddler's bed and measure the volume. If it's under 50, if it's 50 or under, you're good. If it's 50 or over, we'll need to turn it down, but also check the manufacturer's instructions. But generally it's 50 decibels is the requirement um, from OSHA. So just make sure that we're all good there. I don't want to, you know, blast them with the noises. Um, if it's, if you have a large enough room, I've had families who have two sound machines, one um, close to one child and one close to the other. But please know that sound machines need to be at least three feet away. Okay. We don't want sound machines closer than three feet from your child's sleep space. Okay, other thing that may be really helpful here, because I can hear you now. Becca, my toddler sleeps with a nightlight. They have to. The hatch um, is their nightlight, or they have a nightlight. I, you know, baby needs darkness. What do I do? Well, the baby will acclimate, especially if it's a, a red light that's not going to intrude and impede on their sleep. That's why red is the color of preference when it comes to a nighttime color. But 
if possible, if your baby can sleep in a pack and play or even a mini crib, then you could use the slumber pod as a full time option. Don't forget, if you are getting a slumber pod, we have a $20 off code. It's little Z sleep. Um, You can shop those links below. But that's another good option when you're room sharing, because then if your toddler needs to like turn on the light to get something, it's not going to bother the baby. Um, So just a few options there that you can think of. And yes, you can use the slumber pod permanently. So those are some options. Um, Okay, I think I've covered my bases here, but I want you to know that you've just got to jump in and go for it. Now, we're going to have part two talking about room sharing with a baby and a parent, but this time I just wanted to focus in talking about the baby and the toddler room sharing. It is possible. Sleep is still a thing, okay? But it's it's going to be a honeymoon period, and then there may be a little bit of a rocky period, and then we'll be okay. But it is worth it. I loved being able to say, "Can I, girls, close the door?" And they were done. Um, I am just so happy for that. And I had history of room sharing with my sisters, and I'm glad that I did that. I, I really feel like it made me understand like space and sharing, and ooh, lots of memories there. So, anyways, okay, let us know how this episode helps you on um, the Apple Podcast app. I would love to have you review and rate this podcast, please. We have been um, doing the Lil Z Sleep Podcast for almost four years. I can't even believe it. Um, And I would love for you to take a moment and just tap those five stars, hint, hint, wink, wink, um, leave us a review. And if you're not already watching us on YouTube, we have even more content on YouTube, um, as well as checking out our free course and other paid course options that are inside Lil Z Sleep. Cheers, sweet dreams. See you next time.